Hello, hello there. Come right in to visit with the Joneses at Home Sweet Home. We're so glad that you've stopped by. We're thinking especially about a scripture verse that's found in 2 Corinthians 5:17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. In this time of family devotions, we are going to share with you part two of a special devotional that we started last time, in which Brother Ray, Reverend Raymond Jones, was sharing with us a very interesting message, a devotional entitled, Life Can Be Better If... And we're thinking about that new life in Jesus Christ. Now, this is part two of the devotional. And again, let me just mention for any of our new listeners that Brother Ray was the youngest of the five younger Joneses. When we went on the air in 1948, Ray was the 12-year-old boy soprano. And later he sang bass in the Jones Quartets, as well as singing his wonderful bass solos. And you will hear Ray singing in this devotional. Ray was a minister and pastored in Amity, Pennsylvania, Verona, Pennsylvania, and Johnstown, Pennsylvania. At age 53, Ray was called home after a valiant fight with lymphoma cancer. We miss him so much. As we join the devotional, Ray will be singing all the way, My Savior Leads Me. Savior leads me, what have I to ask beside? Can I doubt his tender mercy, who through life has been my guide? Heavenly peace, divinest comfort, here by faith in him to dwell. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things well. For I know whate'er befall me, Jesus doeth all things All the way my Savior leads me, all the fullness of his love, perfect rest to me is promised in my Father's house above. When my spirit clothed immortal Wings its flight to realms of day This my song through endless ages 
Jesus, lend me all the way. This my song through endless ages. Jesus, lend me all the Last week, I sang that song by Fanny Crosby and commented about how beautiful it is when we can truly follow the leadings of the Lord and know his presence throughout this life, who through life has been my guide. And then in that last verse, the beautiful thought that when my spirit clothed immortal wings its flight to realms of day. This my song through endless ages, Jesus led me all the way. You know, one of these days, this earthly journey of life is going to come to an end. And you're going to have the opportunity to look back. And you're going to remember your life and see how well it was lived. Someone has said only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And so last week we were thinking, and I'm going to review, perhaps just by singing a few little choruses, some of the thoughts that we shared together in our devotional moments. There's a missionary hymn that has the refrain, I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord. And I mentioned last week that life is better if we are going With Christ, I will go in the strength of the Lord. I'll go where you want me to go, dear Lord, or mountain or plain or sea. I'll stay where you want me to stay, dear Lord, wherever thou leadest me. Life is better if we are going with Christ, but secondly, life is better if we are growing in Christ. Desire the sincere milk of the word, God's word says, that ye may grow thereby. I'll grow as you want me to grow, dear Lord, whatever the lessons may be. I'll grow as you want me to grow, dear Lord, for growth is so vital for me. And third, life is so much better if we are doing with Christ. And we were reminded of the verse of Scripture, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'll do what you want me to do, dear Lord, whatever the task it may be. I'll do what you want me to do, dear Lord, If only 
continue today in our devotional thoughts on the thought, life is better. If we're not only going with Christ, growing in Christ, doing with Christ, but fourth, life is better if we are talking with Christ. Thinking about talking with Christ, I think of a man that came up to my father one time after church and said that he had mouth trouble. My dad, as his pastor, hardly knew what to expect. He wasn't sure whether he was going to tell him he had cancer of the tongue or whether he had bad breath or something else. But finally, the man got around to the point of his problem, and he said, I like to swear. And he said, I realize it is a problem. Some other people don't often admit it, but they have another form of mouth trouble that's called gossiping. And of course, in the third chapter of James, it has a great deal to say about the tongue. The tongue which enables us to talk. And it talks about the tongue as a deadly evil. In the sixth verse, it says it corrupts the whole person. The ninth verse It brings out this interesting thought, with the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers, this should not be. It's found in James, the third chapter, verse 6 through 10. Talking with Christ points out our need to talk with God in prayer. And I think one of the first ways that we should talk with Christ, if we haven't done it already, is obviously to confess our need of him as Savior and Lord. Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Someone has said to talk with God, no breath is lost. And I am convinced that if we are talking more with him in prayer, we would not have some of the other problems in talking. We would not have these forms of mouth trouble that people say are a problem to them if we are talking with Christ in prayer. We could also think of the fact of talking with Christ in the dimension talking in Christ, not just with him, but in Christ. As we talk with Christ in prayer and ask forgiveness of our sins, and keep in right fellowship with him, truly our life and our talk centers in him. There's an interesting verse in Philippians 1.27, Only let your conversation be as becometh the gospel. Some translations Go to the root Greek word and find that the word that is translated in the King James conversation also may be translated, only let your conduct be as becometh the gospel of Christ. It's very interesting because what you talk actually becomes part of your walk and your overall conduct and what you are. Talking with Christ, talking in Christ, or talking for Christ. Oh, that we would get enthusiastic about talking for Christ and sharing Jesus Christ with others. 
Life is better if we're talking with Christ. I'll talk when you want me to talk, dear Lord, with Christ as the theme of my voice. I'll say what you want me to say, dear Lord, since I have made Jesus my choice. I'll talk when you want me to talk, dear Lord, with Christ as the theme of my voice. I'll say what you want me to say, dear Lord, since I have made Jesus my choice. Life is also better if we are living with Christ. Oh, we've talked about going with Christ, growing in Christ, doing with Christ, talking with Christ. But life is better if we are living with Christ. As we think of this part of the relationship, I think of the phrase living or existing. Some think that they are living, but I can assure you, you are not living if you do not know Christ. You may exist. You may even breathe. Your heart could even be pumping. But that is not life at its best. Existing is the state of many people today, and tragically among those who even are trying to profess the Christian life. Some who sit in churches Sunday after Sunday. And you know it can be a rather sad sight to walk into a church as a guest and see people that are supposedly talking about life in Christ, and they look so sad, so despondent, and I think we see just pure existence instead of the thought found in God's word that Christ liveth in me. That's life at its best. Christ changes a dull, boring existence to a life with new meaning and new purpose. And then we think of living or existing, or living or pretending. There's an old gospel song that says, Living for Jesus, a life that is true, trying to please him in all that I do. It would seem that one of the criticisms that has come from some of the younger generation of the church today, they have sensed that the church does not live what it preaches. And that's a sad comment. Living or pretending? Living or existing? Living or pretending? Or living completely? That's really the best part of all. What enables life to go better? Truly, when we live life completely rather than simply existing or simply pretending. New life in Christ. Remember it was Jesus who said, John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the
the life. Life truly begins when Jesus comes in. I'll live as you want me to live, dear Lord, each moment, each hour of the day. I'll live as you want me to live, dear Lord, for Christ is the life and the way. I'll live as you want me to live, dear Lord, each moment, each hour of the day. I'll live as you want me to live, dear Lord, for Christ is the life and the way. Life is better if we are going with Christ, if we are growing in Christ, if we are doing with Christ. Life is better if we are talking with Christ, if we are living with Christ. But I would like to suggest one further thought Life is better if we are dying with Christ. The subject of death and dying is not always a pleasant subject to many people. In fact, just before I learned that I had lymphoma cancer, I had started in my own church congregation on Wednesday nights, the midweek service, a series on death and dying. And it was of extreme interest to a lot of people because they really had never talked much or thought too much about death and dying. And of course, we related it totally to the Word of God. And I remember how one couple in particular said to me after, you know, you've opened up a subject that we have hardly ever talked about. And it's been good. It's, it's enabled us even at home to talk about dying. And this particular man had just become a Christian a few months before, and he experienced a wonderful conversion. And uh, it's rather interesting that even within that same year, not too many months after that series of um, Bible lessons on death and dying, that person died and left this earthly life, but died a victorious life because of his life in Jesus Christ. Dying with Christ. I'm sure when we hear the words of heart attack or cancer or something else, it helps us to take a new look at death. And it helps us to take a new look at life. Dying with Christ. Dying could be a very unpleasant experience if we did not know the presence of Jesus in our hearts and in our lives. I remember well when our own mother, many of you remember Mother Jones, when she was dying with cancer. And many times she would have a rough night. And it would seem the fever would cause a great deal of discomfort 
But one morning after a restless night, she said to the family, Oh, I'm so happy. And it seems strange to hear that. But she quoted the verse of scripture, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. And she was experiencing what Paul said, that sometimes there was the desire to stay here on earth, to be present in the body, but also a desire to go and to be present with the Lord. And on one occasion, she also told us that she was thinking about the song she had written, Oh, I Could Not Live Without Him. And she said, the Lord gave me a new chorus to that, Oh, I Could Not Die Without Him. And then she said, I wonder why I never thought about that before. And of course, it's clear that she had never been that close to death before. And in a few moments, I'm going to sing that, Oh, I Could Not Live without him, but it's good to remember that we cannot die without him either. John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, one time said that Methodists die well. And he went on to say Methodists die well because they live well. How well are you living? And if it were your time to die, Would you be willing to realize that it can be just a translation into a new beginning with Christ? Listen to this chorus. Once again, a version that I wrote based on the little missionary chorus, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll live if you want me to live, dear Lord. May I say, not my will be done. I'll die if you want me to die, dear Lord. Submissive till my race is run. I'll live if you want me to live, dear Lord. May I say, not my will be done. I'll die if you want me to die, dear Lord. Submissive till my race is run. Our Father, we come to thee in prayer, thanking thee for the privilege of life itself, the journey of life that thou hast given to us, may we truly sense the leading of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to say with Fanny Crosby all the way, my Savior leads me. It's so good, our Father, to be going with Christ, to be growing in Christ, to be doing with Christ, to be talking with Christ, living with Christ, and even better yet, to be dying with Christ. Oh, I could not live without him. He alone has saved me from sin. There's no peace in this world 
without Jesus. Oh, I could not live without Him. I've a peace in my heart that the world never gave. I've a peace that has come there to stay. Jesus has the first place, and I'm saved by His grace. Oh, I could not live without Him. Do you have this sweet peace that the world cannot give? Jesus gives it by grace through your faith. Ask him to forgive and for him start to live. For you cannot have peace without Him. Oh, I could not die without Him. He alone has saved me from sin. There's no peace in this world without Jesus. Oh, I could not die without Him. Oh, how can you live without Him? alone can save you from sin. There's no peace in this world without Jesus. Oh, how can you die without Thank you so much for being here for this special radio visit. We have been sharing with you a very unusual devotional that we uncovered in our treasure chest of memories. And uh, what an inspiration these thoughts have been that Brother Ray, Reverend Raymond Jones, had prepared before he went to be with the Lord in 1989 at age 53. We hope that each of you visiting with us will be determined that you're going to know Christ in a personal way, will know this new life that can be yours through Jesus Christ. I might mention that the song that Ray was singing right at the end, Oh, I could not live without him. I could not die without him. That song was written words and music by our mother, Ruth Kai Jones. We do have copies of the song, and we would be happy to send a copy to you if you would ask for it when writing Box 575, Erie, Pennsylvania, and the zip code 16512. 
Thanks so much for joining us. And as we go, sing along all the way my Savior leads me. Goodbye. Goodbye.